on this episode we're talking dallas cowboys camp is here and we're like 10 days away from an actual preseason hall of fame don't want to watch it but i'm psyched for it but maybe i'll watch it but who am i kidding i'm gonna watch it game and the mavs free agency is one week from tonight draft is in three nights wowza we got it all play the music to rock as i said on the intro we have quite a bit of stuff to talk about nothing too lengthy as far as news but just some good good talking points so i'm ready to get started we took last week off because there was not much really to talk about with the exception of a few things that i'm going to bring up here in a few minutes so let's get started brian how have you been this last week week and a half what you've been up to man beautiful man uh you know training camp started so i'm watching that religiously on twitter and uh you follow john machoda of course yeah it's the it's the best he posts so many videos if if you're a listener and you have a twitter account follow john machoda he writes for the dallas morning news uh the athletic the athletic excuse me and it is just you want to see what these rookies look like cornerbacks it is it's a great great follow yeah back to you sir sorry about that well, he and there's a few other guys out there on Twitter that are just like him that will post basically every single play or significant play from training camp. And so I've got just going through the feed, essentially yeah. almost like being there. So very uh, fun. Yeah. Watching that. And uh, I, I, you know, I wish I could say I was watching the Olympics, but I'm not. I'm not watching. Not even. No, no I'm watching Luca highlights and that's it. That's just me being honest. But yeah, I recorded the game last night, actually, uh, for Luca. I watched the last, because the game, the USA game was at 7 a.m. Yeah. yesterday. So I watched, I like tuned in with like a minute left and watched that loss happen. And then I recorded the Luca game, knowing that there's no way to avoid spoilers whatsoever, right? And uh, we recorded, and I think Tara and I are going to go through it. But we did have the Olympics on yesterday. We actually spent, and I'll explain this when it's coming back to me, but we spent the majority of the day in bed with my Nintendo Switch, passing back and forth playing Mario, watching the Olympics. And then we uh, got bored and watched something even worse that I'll, I'll get into after you're done. But uh, what uh, what well, else you got going on? That's pretty much it for me, man. I uh, uh, that I mean, really, that's it. I'm stoked. I just got uh, won a contest to, to get some Metallica tickets. You know, mm-hmm. that's like, that's my favorite band of all time. I've seen them three times. Yeah, mm-hmm. this this will be my so in December it'll be their 40th anniversary, right? They've been around for 40 years, and so uh, they're putting on two shows uh, in December 17th and 19th in San Francisco, and so this will be my seventh and eighth time seeing them. And we're flying to San Francisco, and whenever they do the the big anniversaries. They do like they go all out. They have oh, I'm aware. Past former members come. They, you know, guys from 
their favorite bands come up and play with them. They go all out. So we're, we're stoked. We got, uh, got a pair of tickets for both shows and uh, going to go to San Francisco in December. So I'm super pumped about that. That's very fun. That's yeah, Tara and I, when we were dating, uh, my wife and I, we went to the 35th anniversary, which was Orion Fest. And it was oh. a two-day two day rock you, festival. You went uh, to Orion Fest? Yeah. How do I not know that? Dude. I don't. I have no idea. But yeah, we went there. It was Red Hot Chili Peppers, them, and uh, it was awesome. Was that the? Was that in uh, Michigan or the one in New Jersey? It was, it was Michigan. It was on an island between Michigan and Canada. Yeah. Wow. You son of a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. We 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 it was so last minute. Like Tara, we were we were at a Chase Place over by my old house, and they had meant she had mentioned that there's a band she always wanted to see. It was Chili Peppers, and it was Metallica. And I'm listen, driving to work the next morning and I hear on the Eagle, I think is what I was listening to, that they're touring. I'm like, oh my gosh. So I texted her. She's like, let's buy tickets. So we'll come to find out it was in Detroit. Yeah. I'm like, wow. She goes, you know what? Let's do it. She goes, I'll buy the airfare and I'll take care of the airfare and hotel. I can get a deal. She's like, you just buy the tickets. So I bought the tickets. It was like, I don't know. I'm not trying to humble brag, but it was like seven or 800 bucks. And then it was whatever for, for that. Yeah, it she was got a travel a agent discount, but we flew out and it was so sold out. We actually had to stay at the Westin, literally in the airport. Like literally, we were in the airport. Was and we had to take a it, Uber. wasn't quite popping like this. This is a while ago. So it was. We had to take like a fifty dollar cab ride into the city uh, just to get to where the buses are that then took you to the island. So it was. Uh, it was very, very, very fun though. Very fun. That's amazing. I can't believe you went to that. So. I, I've seen them a, a number of times leading up to now. We got to go, you know, um, I don't know if you paid attention to this, but they recently did the 20th anniversary of S&M where they performed with the symphony. And my wife and I went to that because they did it in San Francisco. So we flew out to San Francisco and got to see him perform with the symphony again. But uh, that's about, that's, that's, the only big one that I've been to other than just normal touring stuff. So this one, I am like when we were out for the, for the symphony one, it's cool. Cause they're from San Francisco. So like we went to their headquarters, we went to the house that they lived in when they were in 1984 writing like master of puppets and went to all these different places that like, like I said, I'm an Uber Metallica nerd. Uh, and so I'm, I'm very excited to be going back out there. It's going to be, that's awesome. cool. You know, I, I just aged my, our relationship. It was actually their 30th anniversary. It wasn't 35th. No, it was, it was, uh, because I've been in this house for six years. I'll be married for six years in October. So I know it was before we had this house and we're married. So I'm trying to think their 30th anniversary they did in san francisco was it their 32nd randomly i forget it, what it is yeah it was an anniversary but i know it was what it was if i'm if i remember correctly i think it was the anniversary for an album kill them all uh, no it was ride the lightning because they ride played the ride the lightning top to bottom okay there we the go first, at, at that show you were at it was the first time there's a song on there that they played called Escape. And it's the only time they've ever played that song live ever in the history of the band because uh, the singer hates it. It so. was pretty cool. They penciled themselves in as a fake band yeah. on Saturday because they were headlining Sunday. And then the, we were watching the uh, Dropkick Murphys. Yes, Dropkick Murphys. And they're like, we got one song left before we do that. Do you guys know who this band is? He's like, ah, you guys are liars. It's Metallica. They're playing the Kill 'Em All album from start to finish over there right now. Go, go, go. 
and yeah. everybody's sort of running on the hill to the side stage. Lars had his um, his collection of all his horror movies and everything. Like, sure. like he did it like a museum. And sure. then uh, Hetfield, he had his car collection out there too. So yeah. it's pretty nifty. It was a, it was a great time. So they made they made a documentary about the Orion Festival also, uh, partly because it was a like as a business venture, it was a massive failure. They lost their ass as far as money goes. Wow. Um, but for a con being a concert goer, that's a good thing because that means you got a great experience because yeah. they they had to spend a lot of money to get all those bands and all those experiences there. And you know, it's just but it was, I, I'm very jealous. I would have loved to have been there. Yeah, they play, I know at the Orion Fest that you were at, they played Kill 'Em All top to bottom, Ride the Lightning top to bottom, and the Black Album top to bottom, because they played three different sets under three different names and did all sorts of stuff. wild, yeah. yeah. And that was the first time my wife and I got hit on by swingers as well. Nice, so that nice. ended up happening on the bus ride back from Metallica. All so right. yeah, weird times, weird times, you know. How, how about whatever. you? How yeah i'm doing good i'm doing real good um saw the gi joe cobra movie on friday that's yeah. a thumbs down if you're not watching on youtube right now uh what it you know man marvel i like comic books i'm a nerd i've talked about it on this podcast i really think marvel has fucked over the movie going public because everyone wants to make a franchise now yeah. they just don't want to make a movie it used to be like man, I made this movie, holy shit, it did really well. So we're going to make a sequel and then a third one, or maybe it's in the plans, but they literally made this G.I. Joe movie and I'll spoil it because you shouldn't go see it. Um, <laughs> they literally made the movie thinking they're so conceited that it's going to do well enough to make more. And like, he's, he's snake eyes for the last literally 10 seconds, literally 10 seconds. Like the badass you want to see. And they don't even show Cobra one time. It's, it's so lame. I, oh my gosh. But it was okay. Good company. My buddy Adam and I went and had a couple beers before and saw it. So whatever. Uh, Saturday, went and uh, we had our, our annual salsa cook-off. Our friend Alicia, you know Alicia and Chris well. Uh, we had their, we had their uh, salsa cook-off. Well, I'm the judge. Always judge. That's my thing, right? And there's, there were seven participants this year. So there's one that looked kind of not good. Okay, and if you're listening to the podcast and this was your salsa, I'm sorry, it didn't look good. It had avocado in it as well, like, and it didn't, it just smelled weird, right? I'm just like, okay, and my friend Blake looked at it and he's like, man, Zach, this is like missing everything but shrimp. I'm like, <laughs> oh, for real, man, hopefully it doesn't have shrimp because it could fucking kill me, right? Because I got the shrimp allergy, right? I had to go to the emergency room when I had fuzzy tacos, like out of nowhere, no shrimp allergies my entire life, and then Eight years ago, I go to Fuzzy's Taco, I have a shrimp salad, and I'm in the emergency room. Swolled up, hives all over my body, cardiac arrest almost in my heart. It was wild, right? So haven't eaten shrimp since, okay? Oh, great. Sorry to interrupt, but you're, oh, you're the good. only person on the planet I know that can top my shrimp story. So, all right. <laughs> you're welcome. I, just, I got the worst food poisoning in the world uh, from shrimp. You Dude, they win. tried to shove the Pulp Fiction needle in my heart. Like, if you remember that scene from Pulp Fiction when he has to stab Uma Thurman, he's like, you want to stab her three? No, I don't stab her three times. Stab her in the heart. That, How am I not reading this story either? Oh, it's wild. Oh, my gosh, it was terrible. Yeah, I'm sorry that you've missed this one also. Yeah. Like, I hadn't even farted in front of my wife at the time. She's in the hospital as my girlfriend still. And I'm like, it's about to come out both ends right now. This is the most terrible thing ever. 
And I'm, I'm terrified of needle, needles, sorry to jump around so much. So I don't like to get pricked at all, right? So they're having to draw my blood. <laughs> and the lady just like rubs me with alcohol and I passed out. <laughs> she poke me up. I passed out cold. <laughs> and I woke up, like felt I'd been out for like an hour. I'm like, how long have I been out? Tara's like, like four seconds. And they didn't even poke you yet. <laughs> like, oh my God. That's awesome. So fast forward to this. So I'm eating the salsa. All of a sudden, my wife, about 10 minutes after, I think I just finished. Like we're, we've tasted all of them now. And now we're debating like retasting some because we're trying to see which should be first, second, and third. So (laughs) she runs in. She's like, babe, you didn't eat G, did you? I'm like, yeah, I ate G. She's like, it's got shrimp in it. I'm like, oh, fuck. Okay. I'm a shot of tequila and six beers in at this point, maybe five. So I'm feeling pretty good, dude. Like I'm not like out of it, but I'm feeling good. And I'm like, okay. So they break out some Benadryl. (laughs) Before I know it, I'm taking Benadryl in that state. And I like that. Yeah, you should not be operating heavy machinery, right? I'm outside talking to my friend, Nate. Uh, You know, Nate. And I literally just start swaying while I'm talking to him. I'm like, oh man yeah i'm loopy af right now my night's got like an hour left into it right now sure luckily nothing bad happened i got some hives on my back apparently it was just such a small minute amount that i got in there and that was good so no emergency room none of that but i was just very dehydrated and we kind of spent the day yesterday just kind of chillaxing we actually this is what I wanted to bring up because it's relevant for pop culture. We we're playing Mario 64 on my Nintendo Switch, kind of kind of doing that, playing original Mario, just kind of going back and forth. We're watching the Olympics. <laughs> All of a sudden, she's like, let's watch something on Netflix. We turn it on and I see like at number nine, I think, trending was this Beast show. Have you heard of this? No. Huh? So it's a dating show. I saw a trailer for it on Twitter and it debuted in London and it just now came to US. It's a dating show where they dress them up in costumes so you don't see what the person looks like you just gotta look like them for their personality and they they, they flip-flop each episode so one's a girl with three guys one's a guy with three girls and they dress all of them up like a dolphin like a devil and it's very impressive like costumes they put them in by the way but it's terrible and they're like they're all 21 years old right so oh, it's like so shallow and the conversation points and we watch like every episode <laughs> <laughs> so if you're looking for a good train wreck it is uh it's something it's okay. it, it's right. something but that's that was uh my weekend in a nutshell how did i get into this nutshell i don't know so without further ado let's get into sports that's what the yes. people are here for or maybe not maybe not they can hear sports stuff all the time our crazy stories are good who knows um last week really the only thing in my opinion that deserved even really talking about besides just the random rumor stuff was Luca becoming the uh, NBA 2k a cover athlete which I think is a big reason him and Dirk actually both Dirk on the legend cover uh I did want to mention it before we kind of got started because no Dallas Maverick has ever been on a video game cover period like we've had players that have been on a cover before like Jason Kidd but not actual Maverick not actually as a Maverick. And as far as the Dallas Cowboys go, for Dallas Sports period, it hasn't happened since game day 95 with Daryl the Moose Johnson. <laughs> so it's been a minute for us Dallasites to have a video game cover. 
screenshot looks good. I'll be buying, I'm going to buy a physical copy like day one. And then when it drops in price, that's when I'll buy a digital copy to play. So generally, I don't really ramp up the 2K playing till football season's kind of over. Then I can start playing some basketball games. So I am going to get a new copy and I'm going to put it in my lovely man cave. And uh, maybe it'll actually be sitting right next to Wonder Woman over here. So it'll be on the it'll be on the podcast video when people nice. watch. But that's I think I need to do that. That's something I'm going to do. So cool. Cool. Yeah, I uh, the, first of all, the cover art's awesome for both yeah. for, for the Luca one and the dark one. Don't understand Kevin, Dark, uh, Kevin Durant on it, but he's a great player. I'm not taking anything away from him. But what a past, present, future, 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 present? I don't know. But okay. yeah, like I, I would have thought they would have gone with a younger player who isn't right on the verge of being obsolete. Um, not that he's not a great, like you said, he's an incredible player and an sure. all-time great player. But you know, I, I would have been cool if they'd have done somebody like Jaw. Or, or, you know, obviously they're or not going to do Luca, but did like Larry Bird or Magic, then like three like legends, like yeah, Hakeem Olajuwon, maybe, right? Because yeah. you look at Dirk had the one legged fade, you had the hook shot, with yeah, Kareem, the dream shake, you had the, three the dream hoops. shake, yeah, could, absolutely. Yeah. Or, you know, if, if we're going to talk about iconic, you know, Jerry West, do the logo, you know, yeah. or somebody, you know, whatever, somebody, but. And again, I have no problem with Kevin Durant as a player, uh, I, but I don't understand his place on that cover. But whatever, it's yeah. Yeah, I, I don't care. Dirk's on the cover. I'm pumped. I That's love Dirk. Cool. I worship at the altar of Dirk Nowitzki. So whatever. Well, if you want to, if you want a physical copy of that, that's the hundred dollar version of the game. And GameStop every year has physical copies of that the day after Christmas on sale for forty bucks. So if you are wanting to pick up a copy to have it as part of your collection, I will. Because Hudson, Hudson and Dylan, when they were younger, would get loads and loads of different gift cards for Christmas from Tara's family. So I normally would be off the day after Tara's back to work. So I'd always take the boys to Firewall Mall and we go to GameStop and they'd have a lot of GameStop credit or uh, gift cards. And he got like the Shaquille O'Neal version of it, uh, which was like 120 normally. It was like 39 bucks, brand new all the DLC, everything in it. So he wanted to play it, not collect it, but sure. Because you could probably get the Dirk version for that. So if you want to watch out for that. I will do that. Good uh, good looking out, sir. Oh, uh, sure. one, one other thing, if, if, if it's cool, that I was thinking about that happened last week that we, again, wasn't enough to do a podcast over, but worth mentioning now, was the uh, opening press conference for, for the new brain trust of the Mavericks. Sure. Um, and, you know, it was pretty standard, right? Uh, I think you and I have both covered how we feel about the whole Jason Kidd history thing, and we don't really need to go into that because they kind of touched on it, but not a sure. lot. Um, but the thing that I want to, that I kind of gleaned from it or learned from it that I didn't, wasn't 100% clear on before is I'm pretty sure that Christoph Porzingis is not going anywhere for a while. I agree. Know? I, I think I think that they've made it. They've gone out of their way, like they they're they've gone farther than than you would if you're just trying to keep from killing his trade value. I think they're trying to pump him up, and I think they're going to try to do some things with him that Rick wasn't willing to do or able to do or whatever. Yeah, I don't think he's going anywhere for a little while. That's that's the only thing that I you know wanted your thoughts on as well. Uh, sure. So. 
Well, I actually had this discussion for uh, also on Saturday. I had my niece's uh, birthday party at 10 a.m. So I also partook in that. So it was a long day. And uh, I talked to my brother-in-law for about an hour and we were pretty much talking all maps basketball. Um, and he asked me about Porzingis. And I, I it, this my thing is that I think you win either way if you don't move him now. Because either he plays really, really well, they mend the fences, Kobe and Shaq type thing. I'm not saying Luca and him are that level or that their relationship is as strange like Kobe and Shaq were at one time. But maybe they're like, hey, man, this is about winning a title. This is about taking the next step. Who cares if we're not BFS? Let's, 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 let's be together. So either that happens and he's amazing and we win, or he gets his trade value up so we can get a – Bradley Bealish, a fill in the blank, right? Uh, type type deal from the situation if they are wanting to move on from him this season or at the end of next off season. So I'm very intrigued by that. I think that you're you're settling. Like I said, I like Andrew Wiggins, I like James Wiseman, but I would only trade Porzingis. This is me. I would only trade him if they also gave us the seventh pick as well. Like I, I that's the kind of fucker I am because I think. Not- and they're not gonna, so that's no, and they would not do that at no, all. No, because those two aren't enough for me for what I think Porzingis could be compared to those two guys. I think. Well, and, 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 and I could be, I could be completely wrong. Well, and I'm with you 100 now. Like shortly after the playoff series, I don't remember if we did this off podcast or if we did it on, but we were talking about trade scenarios and what we would and wouldn't take. And I was all about almost every trade. I was ready to ship him out of here. And I was like, it was also when Rick was like, Rick was still the coach when we were thinking about those things. Very true. Um, And again, the truth is I was salty and butthurt about how things went in the playoffs. Time has passed where I am. No, I'm a hundred percent with you where I do not want to, to give him away for nothing right um you know i think i think with a, a right situation to, to first address something you said as far as the between the relationship with him and, and luca i think if this team you know if they were playing better and he was missing less time last year which by the way wasn't up to him it was load management that wasn't his right. choice but right. if they were playing better and you know made it out of the first round and all those kinds of, nobody would even be talking about how whether or not they have a strained relationship you know um it's only an issue that's coming up because they're not winning enough and i think if kid can build and they can the, that front office can build around those two properly and put in a system that utilizes both of their strengths i don't i don't see it i, I think i think their relationship at least from what we know and can tell is one that could coexist just fine as long as the basketball part of it's working. Okay. So speaking of basketball part, that's kind of where we're going to stay right now. So we move on to football since we're there. You've got Luca and his debut of the official games that count for the Olympics, 48 points last night. Just God, he's a stud, right? The draft, the NBA draft is in three nights, Thursday night. Okay. This is also kind of a condensed season normally the draft happens and we're looking at about three weeks normally after two solid weeks at least until free agency opens up the drafts thursday night free agency is five o'clock next monday which means you and i are not going to record because i don't know if i could successfully 
maybe we could just have it live and kind of just talk about what's happening as it's happening if you want or just wait till tuesday let's wait till i'm tuesday. open to whatever let's wait till tuesday wait until tuesday seems like it makes a little bit more sense so we're gonna have that going on well the mavs don't have a draft pick right now so this is the least interested i've been in a draft in a minute yep here's here's a here's a deal for us mavs fans to think about though cap space they want more of it they want more of it than they have They've said priority one, which I don't know what to believe with anything right now. It's all smoke, right? They've sure. said that priority one is keeping Tim Hardaway Jr. And then also working sign and trade deals. Okay. Well, I'm not the smartest man alive. Tim, Tim Hardaway commits. We can go, we have bird rights, if that's what the term is, which means we can go over the cap and pay the luxury if they want, if they're able to get a DeRozan or fill in the blank, right? What, what intrigues me about all of this is you have Kleba and you have Dorian Finney-Smith, two guys that are on very, very, very friendly contracts, by the way, yeah, that are yeah. going to get paid next summer. They both will make more than what they make now. That's, by that's considerably. Right? Yeah. Now, I don't think either one, maybe a late first-round pick, maybe from somebody who is in salary cap hell and doesn't want to pay pick number 28. They'd yeah. rather pay pick 35 or whatever right maybe maybe that's an issue but i don't know if you can get a, a first but would you be willing knowing what they bring to the table knowing that a second round pick is a pure gamble and this is purely for salary cap purposes on draft night would you be okay if one of those two was traded for a second round pick yes to maxi no to dodo i feel the same way i i like i feel about dodo like the the I, I, I do not want Dodo gone. I want him here. I would like He's a Jay Crowder, man. He's a Jay Crowder, dude. Yeah. He, he absolutely can be that kind of flick. I would like them to sign him long-term. You know, I would like to see him for a while. Now that's putting the cart in front of the horse. Maxi, Maxi to me is expendable, one, because of Dodo, right? Um, and two, I think Maxi is going to get paid. Again, not, we're not talking crazy money but he's going to get paid more money than what the Mavs are going to be able to or willing to pay him because well, he's a big that can stretch the floor as opposed the Willie the, the the Willie Cauley Stein the Hassan Whitesides of the world are getting paid a million five two million now yeah. and the Klebas of the world are getting eight to twelve yeah I was going to say they're seven, stretching the floor right yeah yeah so I, I'm with it I, I personally it's tough for me because in the NFL you get free agency first, then you get the draft, yeah. right? Not knowing who we're going after, what the money's looking right. That's what scares me yeah. is that if you, once again, and this is because I've been left, left at the altar a lot, right? A so whole lot. Not knowing what's going to be reeled in, thinking of we've got two guys that are very good. You draft a second round player, man. There's no guarantee they're making the team. None whatsoever. So, and, and you've got two guys that are very valuable role players and would be on anybody else's team. I'm not saying they're starting caliber, not saying they're all-stars or ever will be, but very solid role players. That's that's a big gamble, man. Just betting on doing it to free up cap space. That's what you're doing. Yeah. You're, now you've got a guy that's on a second, that maybe you won't even have to pay a contract to. You're sending to the G League and you're, you're freeing up that space. So that's a, that's a gamble. Okay, so here's here's the, the, the catch, right? They had while while the official free agency period doesn't start until what we were talking about, they are talking and negotiating right now. 
Oh, it's going to be insane this weekend. As soon as a, or starting Thursday starts the weekend. Yeah. There was already a trade today. Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. Um, trade, by the way. I mean, I get it. It's cap space. New Orleans can now match Lonzo if they want, or they could go get another player with good money. Yeah. But. Yeah. Big money. Um, I, I, without knowing where they really stand as far as going after the, the bigger fish that are out there, right? I, I wouldn't be comfortable even doing it with Maxi unless, unless they are very confident that they're going to be able to reel in Kyle Lowry, De, DeMar DeRozan, whoever it is, or they've got a really nice sign and trade for, uh, you know, sign and trade for Kawhi or one of those, you know, what I, you know what I'm talking about. One, a significant sure. piece. Unless they're bringing in DeRozan and Kawhi and they've yeah. got to free up an extra $28 million somehow or ever, whatever. And, and it looks like Kawhi now is going to sign, sign a new deal. He's pulling an Aaron Rodgers, apparently. We'll see, you know, that's, the, that's how it looks, but you know 12 hours ago it was there it's it looks like it's completely breaking down between Kawhi and the Clippers blah, blah. so who knows man well I don't believe it until they signed and the uh, my because what I don't want this to be is is Giannis 2.0 for us right sure. it's a different circumstance and by no means am I saying that that Maxi is is anywhere near where Giannis was even when he was being drafted in a rookie but I would really hate just for the sake of, you know, a very small amount of cap space, us to move on from a player who could be, you know, at least on this roster, fairly significant. Yeah, no, you're exactly right. And there's one thing that I, that I'm enjoying right now and the power of Nico already. So the Mavs are linked to, <laughs> to Chris Paul, who hasn't even opted out of his deal yet. Right. The Mavs way. are linked to Kawhi Leonard, who has not opted out of his deal yet. The Mavs are also linked to Chris Paul ain't coming here. It ain't. Well, I, I know he's not. I, yeah, I you know me, that, I, and I know that. We I'm know just... exactly. We've talked about it on our podcast. Why not? Right. Go ahead. Sorry. They're linked to Kyle Lowry. They're linked to Demar Derozan. They're linked to Rashawn Holmes, who's also very good. Mm -hmm. um, but if that's your big get, I, nothing against Rashawn Holmes. If that's your big get, I, unless I don't, I, I don't, I, unless Por, unless Porzingis is an All Star this year. Yeah. you're that's yeah. not enough right um and that that's who they and then also they've been linked in talks to john collins signing and that's that's playing with fire because they that's a weight deal man because they have the ability to match so that's RF, rfas yeah. terrify me man yeah. yeah i just michael red man we got left at the altar that time remember that 12 oh, yeah. years ago 15 years ago yep so we'll see we'll see with the mavs but it's it is funny to see that we're linked with all of those people right now um that's the power of luca that's the power of nico and it's actually coming from shams it's coming from Woj. it's coming legit from, sources it's legit. coming from legit 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 it's not rumblings mike fisher on on the fan talking about exclusive exclusive we have money to go after this person we should do it it's an actual real like they don't say it unless it's being talked about type guys right yeah very true and um you know i'm not saying we're gonna get uh any of the tippy top tier but i do think we will i i don't know i just kind of have a feeling right now i think i just have a feeling that it's kyle lowry i think we end up with kyle lowry that's just my gut 
looking at what's out there. He's he's a very good player. He's a very good player. But I think that's just yeah, I this is not a prediction. Well, let me let me re- this is not reporting. I have no real reason. I just kind of have a gut feel. That's all. Okay. I'd rather it be DeRozan, but you know, whatever. I, I I've been saying LA for a really long time about DeRozan. I had a feel I've been saying it for like five years. I yeah. eventually thought his path was gonna end up there. We'll see though. The Chris Paul situation, if that if that dude opts out, he's going to LA. Yeah. I don't there's I mean he's, right. Yeah. You're, mean, not, you're not going to New York. The New York rumor thing, sure, give him 80 million for three years, but he wants to win a championship. It's it's Phoenix or LA. He's either gonna surf or swim. <laughs> so he's doing something. He's yeah, he's either he's doing something, right? There's, I don't know what's going on, but something yeah. something's happening. So that's it. Do you have any other basketball uh stuff you want to talk about? Luca's amazing. That's all I got. Uh, I can't wait to watch the highlights, man. He scored 30 and a half. Yeah, that's great. I know, I know. It's versus Argentina, and they're not as good as they once were with Ginobili and No, I was gonna say, yeah, Manu's not walking through the door, but still, you know, he also had what 13 rebounds, like six assists, and three steals, or no, three blocks. He had a playoff line, dude. It's it was very, very similar. That's all I got basketball-wise. All right, cool. So let's move to football. All right. So we have camp. It's going down. Uh, the Cowboys reported, was it Thursday, Wednesday last week? It's been, so it's been not quite a week yet. Um, like you said, we've been watching Twitter. I'm seeing a lot of good highlights. Uh, they don't show many lowlights on the Twitter. So kind of just hearing where, you know, you kind of hear on the radio and such or podcast what, what people might be uh, not doing well or doing well. So two things that are relevant right now that are NFL-wise is that it looks like the Aaron Rodgers stare down is over. He's going to be reporting to camp. They restructured his deal. I'm, I'm confused on how they're saving cap, but yet he's really only playing one more year there, and then they're going to move him. But however the math works, and that that's not for me to decide, he will be a Green Bay Packer this year. And then Deshaun Watson is the other. Deshaun Watson it reported to camp. They are trying to trade that dude. And there's lots of rumblings that – NFC East, both, if not one of these fellas. So that's why I want to talk about them because I think it's safe to say that Philadelphia, maybe even New York, it's safe to say that really the only, this is Daniel Jones with the Giants. Like, dude, you gave that guy Kenny Galladay. You've got the rookies. You got Barkley. Like, this is, if he can't do it this year, it's rebuild for that team, right? It's so really, with the exception of Dak, you have three teams that could hone in and try to trade for these people. Philadelphia has shown they have no problem with the Mike Vick signing straight out of prison uh, with the PR nightmare that that was. Granted, this is way different. We're in a woke culture, but they did deal with that. Deshaun Watson, woo, that, that would be a rough one with everything that's been going on with him. But do you think? Okay. So- do you think one of these two guys – sometime this year or next okay so i think i think deshaun watson's going to be a philadelphia eagle i do think that i hate it it makes me it makes me want to die inside um here's what i'm hoping right this sounds terrible but i'm just going to be honest i'm hoping that the eagles give up like five first round picks that it's going to take to get him right and then he gets suspended 
That's what I hope happens. That's terrible. I don't, it's terrible, but it's true. I hope it happens because I hate the Eagles. But um, I do, I think, I think that, I mean, I don't, you know, the Eagles don't believe in Jalen Hurts and they have three first round picks this year. So I could absolutely see them, you know, I could see that happening. I hope it doesn't, but I really hope somebody else in another division, preferably the AFC steps up. I'd love, you know, Miami, Denver. Miami has the most liquid picks to go after either one, in my opinion. I would love to see Denver go get him just because I'd also like to see that division get even crazier, you know? Deshaun Watson, Justin Herbert, freaking Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. just Ed Carr. Yeah. But just watch. Maybe Aaron Rodgers will go to the Oakland. They have all four of them. That would be amazing. And just let those four dudes beat the bejesus out of each other all year long, you know? But I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Your thoughts? My thoughts are, I have something else I want to mention. Do you think when Tom Brady made the quote, you're sticking with that fucking guy? Uh, when he was trying to trap for a few teams, he won't say, do you think it was the Raiders and yeah. Derek Carr? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I absolutely do. Yeah, okay, cool. We're on the same level. Um, I, I do think that Philadelphia could make a play. I, the, I guess the good news for Philly or the bad news for Philly, I don't know what, which way you want to call it, is that it's probably not going to happen before the season starts with either guy. So I would imagine that any owner right now is going to be kind of gun shy to have in the training camp and to have like, it's easier to deal with things week two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, than it is when all there is to talk about is what's going on just under your roof. Right. Because then you start talking about the team you're playing against or you can cover up a little bit easier for what there's more news. Yeah. There's more news. Right. Other it's, news to drown it out. Sure. So I think that if Jalen Hurts comes out and plays well or Fitzpatrick, then maybe they and here's the thing. I don't think I don't think it's the Reds or ooh, the football team, Washington. Guardians. Yeah. Ugh, whatever. I don't think it's gonna be them because I don't think I don't the the assets they have to pull that trade off, I don't think they'd be willing to let go of right they don't have the multiple first round picks and i think you would have to give up like chase young and and you know they're like and and i don't think they're gonna do that i don't know dude if you if you can just give up three first round picks to add to sean watson with scary terry and antonio gibson with that defense i think you do it all day every day if it's just three first round picks right absolutely but they're not doing that Houston's come out and said they want six, six ones, six ones. If it's just draft picks, they want six first round picks. Well, I, man, if they think they can win a Super Bowl, they could. Yeah, I, I, but you're, dude, like, here's the thing you don't give up six first round picks for a quarterback that you do not even know for okay. sure is going to play the full year before getting suspended. You have no idea, well, you know. And 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 clearly, let's let's be real. This is this isn't a joke. Yeah. Clearly, the man has a fetish, and fetishes don't go away. No, like he clearly pop up he clearly he clearly likes massage parlor antics. Like that's that's like his his thing. Yeah. And hey, you know, everybody's got their thing. That's his. And 
he needs to find a way he needs to like find a way to like be a little bit more like uncreepish about it you know but Let, let's again no no judgment i don't i whatever but it's gonna rear its head again you know it's <laughs> sorry i don't mean to giggle like a no boy. no you know i it was i said it that way on purpose i was going for the giggle um it, it is especially dude that's all going down in in houston imagine if he ends up in a town like vegas. philly or vegas philly dc i mean yeah it's gonna be yeah so i seriously doubt washington does it just because they don't have the they don't have the assets that they're willing to part with to pull it off philly has three first round picks this upcoming draft this next draft you know that's you can they can they can put together a package and make it happen but i still i don't know we'll see i don't know i'm terrified of it i really don't want to have to go against them twice a year well what i'm as my dog eats my hand as i freaking cord this you know what man like moving on to the cowboys about about this like aspect of it is i feel so i'm so happy that we don't have to worry about the quarterback situation right now like it's not a story it's done right what's intriguing to me is this is the first year that i've like (laughs) i know the hall of fame game is going to be atrocious i'm not expecting it to be anything else besides atrocious it's in a week and a half but i'm like low-key still kind of i'm gonna watch it and i'm gonna enjoy it i'm just i after the cowboys were so bad last year i want to see some of these guys play and i know i don't know who's going to play i don't know who's not going to it's too early to tell all that right yeah. But I am, uh, I'm ready for it, man. And I don't know, like with, with, with you watching what you've watching, you've been watching a lot of Mashoda. Like who's, who's on your radar, man? Like who's pumping you up? Who are you like, yes, like, okay. Like who's, who's kind of excited you so far in camp? Okay. Um, number one, no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Number one is Randy Gregory. Randy Gregory is... I, he is my, and I think I said this on the podcast at one point or another, but he is my pick for the dude who's going to, you know, I don't know if he's going to be pro bowl, but that he's going to have a hell of a year. I double digit sacks to, you know, that's coming, but uh, also Neville Gallimore has had a really, really good camp so far. And even the coaches have talked about how his off season has been incredible and they're expecting a big second year jump. Uh, Dak of course has looked great. Zeke has looked great. Um, The O-line has looked really good. Uh, Micah Parsons has looked really good. There's, you know, there's been a lot of guys that have looked good or better than they were expected to handful of guys that have looked worse than we had hoped um and uh you know one of those guys that has looked worse than we hoped has led to us signing uh, a veteran so there's uh there's a couple of different uh you know guys out there right now that are that are real like you know they're they're giving connor williams a bunch of snaps at center which is really interesting because we could end up with both Connors, Connor Williams and Connor McGovern, starting maybe if they put Connor Williams at center, Connor McGovern at left guard. So that could be very interesting. Uh, Dalton Schultz has been on fire. 
Uh, he's yeah, he's really, is it just Jarwin's not recovered yet all the way? Yeah, no, he's still in the, um, he's still in the, the rehab portion, you know, which uh, no, and it's not, they're just, they're being really precautious with a, a handful of guys, DeMarcus Ware, uh, you know, Amari Cooper. Cooper. Yeah, Cooper's on pup and I have zero. No, zero. and same thing with, with, uh, I said DeMarcus Ware, I meant DeMarcus Lawrence. DeMarcus Lawrence. Um, same thing there. I'm not worried about him at all. Uh, so there's there's a handful of those guys, but with them, uh, with them doing what they're doing, like Noah Brown has had a really good camp so far. Um, I think them drafting Simi Fajoko lit a bit of a fire under Noah Brown's ass, and he's he's been lighting it up. Now, no matter how much of a fire is lit under his ass, he's still going to be have he's still going to be really struggling to find any real playing time once the season starts because there are three receivers above him that are no ifs, ands, or buts about it better than he is. Right. But, you know, you can't ever have too many good receivers. And if he balls out early in the preseason, maybe we trade him, you know, I mean, who knows there there's, it gives us some options, but there's been a couple of D line guys, a couple of linebackers, but the, the real, the, the problem spot so far appears to be safety, which is why they went and signed Malik hooker, which I'm all about that, but you know, you can tell by the way they're talking and the moves that they're making sit that this coaching staff, this front office, they're concerned about safety. They, they see that as their big hole. Okay. For me, what I've taken away is that I think I, I was a digs guy last season mm. and I thought he really, really, uh, I mean, I know Carson Wentz played like shit and that's the reason why he's no longer an Eagle, right? I do expect him to rebound a little bit with the Colts. We'll see if that really sure. does happen. But I know that it's not saying a lot to have all the deflections and the interceptions he had on that Sunday night game versus the Eagles. Is that right? Yeah. Or is it a Monday night? It's one of the two. Don't remember yeah. off the top of my head. Yeah, it was a night game. I remember that. It was Sunday. And then he got injured shortly after. I think he was finally he's – he's an aggressive guy. And I think the big knock on him coming out of college was that you in the NFL level, he will get burnt a little bit because he will be so aggressive that big plays can happen against him, right? And I think that he was really starting to turn the corner before the injury happened. And I liked what I've heard him say about Dan Quinn, his style of coaching. I yeah. like how I've seen him react. I'm just really pumped overall um, for him. Another guy for me, I know he started the first two days of camp. Um, I haven't seen the report, nevertheless, but Neville Gallimore was a guy last year we drafted that's, as well. That's what I, that I was real big on. Second one. Yeah, absolutely. He's, he's big. He's got a motor. He was going to kind of be under the tutelage of Gerald McCoy last season until McCoy got injured. Right. And uh, he can get to he can he can get real fast. So I'm excited to see him play in the preseason as well. And then and then besides that, man, I just want to see Dak. Man, I know we're going to see very, very little in the preseason. Like, I can't even imagine how much, but I'm just excited to see him throw a pass. Yeah. You know? And yeah. Hard Knocks is, you know, it's, it's cool, too, because we're going to get, as a Cowboy-centric podcast and a freaking <laughs> Dallas podcast, and being in Dallas, we're going to get all the Cowboys we can handle here in August. We've got more preseason games than anyone because we're playing the Hall of Fame game, and we've got Hard Knocks going on. Yeah. So it's going to be overload this will be one of those years where we're like not to say that we're not always invested anyway but it's going to be a lot a lot a lot and uh, i'm ready for it man it's going to be cool 
yeah, it's going to be turned up to 11, you know, and, and I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, yeah, I, I'm with you on the Dak thing. Uh, I was watching videos of him throwing passes around in the, at, at camp is very exciting. It's heartwarming. You know, I, I just love that dude. I'm so glad that he got, they got the contract worked out and that his leg hasn't fallen off and all those things are great. Uh, he looks good. Um, you're right. We're going to probably see very little of him in the preseason. If we see a lot of him in the preseason, I may hire a hitman to kill Mike McCarthy because that <laughs> will infuriate me. They, we don't need to see a ton. Well, I tell you what, man, I think last year he played a quarter yeah. in the preseason. Yeah. So, and that's fine. That's that right there is fine by me. I, don't I might be wrong. It might have been a half, but yeah. it seemed like very, 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 very little. He, he yeah. did not even adding all the games together. He did not play a full a full game's worth throughout the whole preseason, and that's fine by me. We don't need to see it. We need young. We need to see young guys, not just. I mean, at quarterback at every position, um, because a lot of those guys, you know, they didn't get real the 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 draft class from a year ago plus the draft class now. Uh, you know, they a lot of those guys haven't played football in a while. Michael Parsons didn't play last year. Uh, 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 boss man fat hardly played last year. Uh, Osa, Osa Digizue hardly played last year. So those guys, they got, a, you know, they've been in the building and they've been training for six, you know, four months now or however long it's been since the draft three months. So they, you know, they're, but there's still a big difference between that and playing live football and they've got rust to kick off. So let's, you know, let's get all those guys plenty of action. Um, our offense is going to be unbelievable as long as we can stay healthy and I think our defense is going to be surprising. I don't think it's going to be top 10 or anything, but I think we'll top 15 defense. And we're going to have a lot of takeaways. That's, that's my thought. I think the NFC East is going to be way, way better than people think. Yeah. I, I, think I think the Cowboys are going to be – I think we're going to win the division. But I think, I think the Washington Washingtons are going to be pretty good. You know, I think they're probably going to win eight or nine games. Uh, and I think, uh, and I, I think, uh, New York is going to be better than a lot of people think. That's the one that is the one dude, like that right there. Cause they were, they were hanging with teams last year, man. And then, and then you had Kenny Galladay, who's a baller, yeah. healthy, yeah. healthy Barkley. If, if that's the case, yeah, that team, man, that team, and they're playing a, what, la not a last place, a second place schedule. So not quite as hard as Washington's schedule. Yeah. Washington is weird to me because I think they should be really, really good, but no one wants to stick with Fitzpatrick, dude. There's they'll a win. Sport, they'll man. start three and zero, oh, and then they'll lose two games, and they'll bench him for a uh, home dude, the playoff hero, who uh, versus Tampa, Heineke, Tyler Heineke, right? Heineke, Heineke. Heineken or whatever. Exactly, I'm, I'm telling you, right? That's exactly what's going to happen. They're going to start like two and zero, oh, three and zero, oh, lose like two games, and then bench his ass, and then he'll they'll lose the next four or five, and then start him again, and then go on a run. It's so weird. That's well, how. It's, it's also because he is like, if you were going to look up the definition of a, of a gunslinger quarterback, it's Ryan Fitzpatrick. Sure. So when it's working, it's great. He's going to throw five touchdowns and throw for 500, 400 yards in a game. Uh, but when it's not working, which also happens pretty often to him, he's going to throw five interceptions. You know, that's, it happens every team he's with. It happens pretty much every year of his career and so yeah that you know 
Ron Rivera is a defensive minded coach. He wants to run the football. He wants to win a close game. And Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to turn the ball over and it's going to drive him fucking insane. And he's going to get benched. I I'm, I I'm a hundred percent. I think you absolutely nailed it. I think they're going to win two or three straight to open the year. And then the, the bloom is going to be off the rose a little bit. People are going to see what Fitzpatrick does in this particular offense He's going to have a, a game where he, you know, th- throws one touchdown and two interceptions. And then the next week he's going to have like a four interception game. They're going to bench him in the third or fourth quarter and they're going to hand it over to Heineke. And then it's going to be a back and forth all year long where New York, if they can have a solid, they honestly, they could very easily remind me of the 2016 Cowboys in that when they had a rookie Dak, a, a hell of a running game, right? Their offensive line isn't nearly as good as ours was then, but it could be a, a decent offensive line and then a really good defense. Their defense is very good. It's yeah. a very good defense. Absolutely. Yeah, this is – like the Cowboys definitely have a lot to prove because they are, in my opinion, the worst defense in the division just until they prove it because I, I think they can end up not being that. But – Right. I mean, the Giants and the Giants and especially the Giants and the football team, their personnel and packages and everything. It is everything. so much better. Yeah. Like, we I, I think I think Philly's gonna end up with the worst defense statistically at the end of the year. I think Philly's defense is gonna be the worst in the division. Um, but and I, I think we're gonna end up as the second best defense in the division. I think uh but it's going to be close. I like I There's said, I think, optimism, gonna, man. I think our, I think our defense is going to finish somewhere around 12th. I think we're going to give up a lot, but I also think we're going to have a lot of takeaways. I think we're going to force a lot of turnovers. I'm excited. Oh, all right. Yeah. I think that's Put it in my veins. I think that's all. Do you have anything else? No, sir. All right. So the next stuff. episode, I can already call what we're talking about. Huh. It's going to be, <laughs> it's going to be a preview for the hall of fame game what else is happening camp we're going to have free agency and draft for the mavs to talk about and i can guarantee we will not talk about the rangers because boy boy yeah, it's awful so bad it's so awful. very very bad the only reason we would talk about the rangers is if a trade happens sure that you know what yes that would be and you know what that very well could be a thing it, yeah i mean if if any sort of significant trade happens uh, we'll cover that. But other than that, short of something miraculous happening, there will be no Rangers talk for probably about roughly nine months. Absolutely. Well, that's it then. This is the goal line fade. This is Zach. That's Brian. Thank you so very much for listening, whether it's four people, 45,000 people, 10 people, or 22. There's a weird numbers that it's pulled out, but it's awesome. Share, love, like. And uh, we'll keep doing this darn thing. That's all for me. Peace.